everybody thank you for tuning in and welcome back to part two of hold the line you are listening to patriot girl strong my name is courtney and i'm so glad that you're here really quick let's review some points from everything that's happened in the last week if you're like me and have been keeping up and tuning in with everything what even is last week so much has happened you guys Last time we kind of talked and went over President Trump's speech from Mount Rushmore back in July and how he pretty much predicted everything that's happening right now with social media and being blacklisted or being silent. I had mentioned for those who listened to the last podcast in Trump's speech, he said he said there's a new far left way of life that demands absolute allegiance. If you don't align with them, you will be censored, banished, blacklisted, persecuted, and punished. And you guys, we're seeing that right now. And I know that you see it too. I don't know what social media platforms you're on. I've personally deactivated a few of mine because I I don't agree with the way that they are handling things. I don't agree with them banning specific people just for the way that they think. And I think it's important that we stand up in the little ways that we can because the little things that you do creates a ripple. We've seen pretty much Trump and most of his supporters be looked down on in some way or another. We've seen the banishments happen on Twitter, shutting down profiles and shutting down accounts for those who do support our president. We've seen retailers knock people's product off of their shelves because the way that they think. And I'm talking about Mike Lindell, who is the founder of MyPillow, if you didn't know. He was a huge Trump supporter, donating personal money into the campaign and and Bed Bath & Beyond, Target, and I want to say one more retailer. All, all are no longer selling his product just because of his correlation, I guess, with President Trump. And that's so insane. I don't think that retailers should be able to do that. Just like I don't think all these Hollywood elitists should be voicing their opinions either. Like, does their opinion matter? Yeah, sure, of course. But I don't think that they realize the impact and influence that they have on younger audiences, if that makes sense. So what they say, people, like, really take to heart what some of these people say. I just, I think that there's a line that shouldn't be crossed whenever you're of higher influence or you're a retailer. Um, He goes on to say in his speech, they want to silence us, but they won't. And I can attest to this. We won't be silenced. We, the patriots, we, the people, we, the Trump supporters, cannot be silenced. I don't think that they thought we would stand up as much and as hard as we have been. I love seeing all the Trump signs and flags still around my community. There is still so much love and support for our president and 
this is nationwide. Like, I know this just isn't in my little town. It's nationwide, the love and support still backing President Trump. And I hope that he knows and sees and can feel how many people and how much support he really does have standing behind him. Did you guys know that he actually, last week, opened up officially and formally the office of former president? This was, I think it was announced last Wednesday or Thursday um, from Mar-a-Lago and we'll get into Mar-a-Lago later because there's an interesting little bit in that as well. The formal announcement said that the office of the former president will be responsible for managing President Trump's correspondence, public statements, and appearances. They will also be responsible for carrying on the agenda of the Trump administration and Something that I found interesting, a lot of people who are working in this office right now are former White House correspondents and employees. If you found the announcement, you might have noticed the seal on the document. The seal consists of the Dorset seal die. That's the first seal of the President of the United States. You can look into that one if you want to. That's another hole that you can fall down, and it will lead you to some very interesting information. Did you know that Mar-a-Lago was meant to be a winter White House? Like all true facts, guys, look it up. Don't take my word for it. DuckDuckGo, because everybody knows Google sucks. DuckDuckGo, Mar-a-Lago, winter White House. And read the articles that are brought up. I researched this a little bit more in depth over the weekend. Some just very topical things that I found was the house was finished in 1920s and was purchased by Donald Trump in 1985. They used that, the Trump family used Mar-a-Lago as their personal residence from 1985 until 1995. There's so much information about Mar-a-Lago that is fitting like right into everything that's going on right now. It's actually very interesting if you take the time to research it and take the time to dig in a little bit deeper. My personal thoughts, Mar-a-Lago will be very imperative in the coming months. That's all I'll say about that. Let's jump over to the current administration in office right now. Just quick comparisons between this administration and the Trump administration because there are obvious red flags that are flying up more and more so by the day. Things that are right in front of us that maybe not everybody is seeing. Starting with Trump administration, some of his accomplishments, the largest tax reforms in American history, record low unemployment for minorities before the pandemic, eliminated health care insurance tax and decreased the prescription drug costs. And and that last part of decreasing prescription drug costs really hits hard for a lot of people. Um, I don't know if you keep up or have heard of the executive orders that Biden has signed right now. One of the biggest ones is Biden retracting on lowering the price of insulin per month. Like, I don't understand if you're a president for the people, why Why would you do that? It doesn't make sense to me. Um, president Trump also moved the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. That was a, a huge accomplishment. He removed the United States of America 
from the HWO and Paris Accord, which if you don't know what those are, you can look into those as well. The Paris Accord, we have no business being part of anyway because we don't have enough emissions to even worry about our footprint. But the WHO, the World Health Organization, both of those, Biden has signed executive orders or, you know, whatever, of rejoining which is absurd to me. Um, another interesting thing going on the the WHO actually, did you guys catch that they're revising their COVID treatments, follow-up care and guidelines? Like now that Biden is in office, COVID is gonna be like most of us thought it was. Just another flu-like illness that everybody is going to get seasonally. Is it bad? Yeah, it's bad. People are dying from it. Is it as bad as everybody is making it out to be? I don't think so, not at all. The numbers of the positive cases of COVID are very much manipulated, and you can see that with a little bit of digging. It's just the fact that the numbers don't add up, and the story doesn't line up, and the timelines don't line up. Just nothing about anything is lining up right now, and it's throwing some major red flags, like how strict... New York and California were with their stay-at-home order, and now that Biden is in office, that they're just going to lift them, and now restaurants are opening up at 25% capacity. Like, you guys, these are some of the strictest states for COVID stay-at-home guidelines that existed in the country. I don't have any friends in New York, but I do have some friends over in California, and they were sharing how strict everything is and now everything's fine and it's opening back up the fact that now doctors are recommending hydroxychloroquine for a treatment and that it's been approved and can be prescribed to patients like now guys like president trump said that back in march whenever this whole thing started and everybody laughed in his face but now it's fine it, it really makes me so sick and like i'm so sick of everybody like, if I wasn't a people person before, I'm definitely not a people person now. It's almost as if that now a new administration is in place. We're being made to believe that everything is going to be fine and, like, we were so worried about nothing. Let's take a look at what Biden and his administration has done in the last 12 days that he's officially been in office. Well, kinda. Let's talk about the fact that he has put his pen to over 35 executive orders. You guys, 35 orders in his first 12 days. That's more so than any of the last five presidents. It's probably more so than any of the last five presidents combined. He's trying so hard to undo everything that the Trump administration had set in place and trying to wrong every right that has been made in the past four years. Watching some of the clips that have been out on Epic Times and right-side broadcasting of the coverage of Biden and his little press secretary. Yikes, you guys. Like, it, it's bad. It's really bad. As if it weren't hard enough to watch the debates. He doesn't know what's going on, you guys. He doesn't know what is happening. He doesn't know what he's doing. I'd honestly be surprised if he knew where he was at. The presidential debates were so hard to watch. I don't know if you watched them or if you followed them, but I think it was night two when he said that they didn't support the Green New Deal and the moderator 
questioned him about it and was basically like, it's on your website. What do you mean you don't support it? And Biden just kind of quickly changed the topic, just like they're taught to do. Change the topic when you don't know the answer. Because it was literally on their administrative website. Did you guys see the clip whenever whenever he was signing the executive orders on his first day in office and his microphone picked up the sentence where he said he doesn't even know what he's signing and then a person off camera could be heard saying sign it anyways? Does that not bother you? Does it not bother you? The leader of this country doesn't even know which executive orders that he's signing because if it doesn't send a red flag to you it sure the heck does to me i think one of the biggest things that's controversial right now besides the GameStop and stock market thing is the pipeline surely you guys have heard or followed or at least pictures of the keystone pipeline going on on october 7th 2020 senator harris tweeted at Joe Biden will not ban fracking. We heard the back and forths of it all on the presidential debates that he would and then he wouldn't. And then I listened to clips of all these union pipeline companies who had endorsed Biden because of Biden's supposed support for their line of work. And now Biden's turning his back and cutting their project. He literally cut 11,000 jobs his first day in office. And that's not including those jobs that are going to be affected by the cut of the pipeline project. Those are 11,000 mothers and fathers who work 14 and 16 hour days and to put food on the table for their family. He cut it. He went back on his word. The first day in office, what makes you think that he's going to stick by anything that he has said if he went back on his word within the first 24 hours of him stepping foot in the White House? You're crazy to believe anything that he has to say. He has signed executive orders for the United States to rejoin WHO and Paris Accord, and we've already kind of talked on that. The WHO is changing their standards on what is considered a positive test now. Did you hear about that? That it takes more time now in a second test to correctly determine and diagnose a positive COVID-19 case. And I know I'm kind of jumping all over the place right now, but there's just so much going on and so much more information coming out. Like I said in the last episode, there's going to be tons more information between the time that I record this, edit it, and publish it from what you guys are seeing the next day. You probably have at least seen the headlines of Biden suggesting monthly stimulus checks for families. There was one that I read last week that said that he wanted to give $250 to $300 a month per child. That might sound good, but if you really think about it, and if you know what's going on, then it's just another red flag. The administration is filled with red flags right now. And I read this and I roll my eyes because it's not a good idea. You might think it is because who doesn't want another $300 per child to help support them during these times? But you have to read the fine print. You guys have to look more into it than surface level. And that's not what people are doing. Like the fact that Biden said on the first day in office he would send out 
$2,000 checks immediately to everybody for a for another stimulus relief. Uh, I don't think that's happened yet, and he's been in office, what, 12 days now? There's just so much out there that makes it seem we are slowly being made to be dependent on the government, and that's something that we should never, ever do. Thomas Sowell said, no society ever thrived because it had a large and growing class of parasites living off those who produce. And that's exactly how I feel. I, I don't mind supporting the needy, but, but I will not support the lazy. Nothing is free. That money that you're getting right now, you're going to pay taxes on. The money that you're getting per month for this stimulus relief, it just really all seems like blood money and if I had the choice, I would refuse it. I think, guys, whenever it comes down to it, you shouldn't trust what's going on right now. Everything seems so fishy, and there's fraud everywhere. There was fraud in the election. There's fraud in this whole COVID virus and numbers and vaccine thing. There's fraud in Wall Street, as we've seen recently, and I know I didn't cover that in tonight's episode, but I promise I will. I'm still digging more into it, learning more about it. It's a topic that's completely foreign to me, and I don't like to put stuff on here that I have not researched myself. Um, I think I'm going to cut it off for tonight, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for sharing on your platforms. I hit over 200 plays this week, which is a, a huge milestone to me baby steps to bigger things, you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Your constant support means the world to me. God bless you. God bless our country. And I'll see you